Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. James. Jimmy Nightshade McGregor Page. Uh, wait, sorry. <laughs> ah, somebody got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, the Wicked Witch sent the flying monkeys after me, and there you go. Sorry. Uh, I got that reference. Yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, you got the like, real one. <laughs> like Steve Rogers, I got that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I'm hip. <laughs> Calm down, Steve. <laughs> no, it's in my brain because I actually watched the Futurama episode where they spoof it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's no place like, I want to be the Wicked Witch. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, so part of that's in my brain because I know when we talked Ray Bradbury, you caught where I used Jimmy Nightshade uh -huh. as, as you know one of my non-diplume musician things. And of course, I use James McGregor on occasion, but that's because of Jimmy Page kind of using that on occasion himself. <laughs> and and I've been researching some Tommy Bolin things, which which may may go into something for you sometime. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think we've got something coming up about that. Yeah, but that, that goes with one of your nicknames. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and at that point, we'll have to decide if we say what the Dave part is. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah we can we can do the other part that i won't ruin yet until we get there sure all right so i'm gonna ask you if you're drinking anything no i possibly could have but i decided i would just stick with water this episode cool uh, that makes sense you're you're still taking your meds you know yeah don't want you dying sometime overnight nope <laughs> so i already told jody what i'm gonna have uh, so as, as I was out doing a hike the other day and uh, stopped by one of my favorite places, a uh, center point, uh, one of the regulars there, Alec, who we've talked about Broad Ripple Brew Pub, his parents mm -hmm. own that and the wheat Alec Heavy Scotch Ale is named after him. <laughs> he, uh, he also owns a, a local restaurant like just down the street that from the center point bring that's really good. You know, I COVID's kind of messed up the hours, so I've not made it there more than a couple times in the past year, but it, it's kick ass made for a tap room. Go there if you live in the Indy area. To get back on point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he told me, I was talking about Malort. Somebody said something about rum and kind of said, uh, I like Malort myself. And they both look at me, the bartender and, and Alec. And they're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then Alec says uh, he's heard about a drink called the Shirish Car Bomb. And I'm like, well, that sounds cool. Does that have to do with Hobbits? Because I thought he said Shirish as in the Shire. Yeah. No, no, Shirish, like a Chicago Irish. Oh, Shirish. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you may hear this open up, a Guinness. Yep, definitely heard that. <laughs> so, Irish car bomb, which is, of course, a term I don't really like using. Mm, yeah, well, that's, yeah. But it's, you know, used a lot. Mm. With a shot of Malort dropped into it. Ah. So I'm actually videoing this now, so maybe I can put it up on the Terrace page for posterity. <laughs> um, I'm putting it in a Ouija board shot glass, so I have to oh, move cool. that video. Yeah, so you can't really see through it, so I actually have to move the camera up. So there you go. See, you, you actually saw me pour it in there. This is going to be horrible. <laughs> I've not done this. I'm like, huh, I should try that before. And I'm like, what kind of pussy does that? No, we're just going for it. Big wiener. Right? <laughs> 
Guinness? Yeah. My lord, here we go. Ready? Ready. And drop. I'm assuming he's drinking. <laughs> and empty a whole 12 ounce bottle of Guinness and a shot of Malort. <laughs> that was good. Holy crap. You don't like, there's a little herbalness from the Malort, but the Guinness just offsets it magnificently. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Oh, and it goes with the episode because I use my Led Zeppelin bottle opener that on one side says Zeppelin and the other side has the four symbols. <laughs> hey, there you go. All right, How I'm appropriate. Gonna, I'm going to turn on the video now. So, yeah, it, it still goes. <laughs> oh, my God, that was so good. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, Did not expect it to be so tasty. <laughs> oh, it's Malort and Guinness. How could it not be? All right, well, I poured myself another Guinness now, so then I can have my drinks of Guinness as we go. <laughs> can't be that bad. I mean, they're the 11.2 ounce bottles, and Guinness is 4.2%. So, yeah. If I start slurring, it's from the fucking Malort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're going to drink 20 bottles of Guinness. No, no. I, I brought three bottles in one for this shot thing one for this first episode and i think we're going to try to record two and one for that one and yeah three yeah. bottles of guinness over the course of an hour not a big deal not not like that saint patrick's day <laughs> uh the night of 42 guinness <laughs> followed by the three days of laying in bed throwing up everything i'd eaten in the past eight years <laughs> i've only been alcohol poisoned twice that was one of them. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, the other was Donnie's college graduation party. Donnie, you bastard. <laughs> oh, Compton? Yep. Compton. <laughs> Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> I'm going to knock you out. Calm down, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just let me say, never mix Jägermeister, Rumpelmints, Jim Beam, wine, I don't remember what else was in there because I just had a little bit of everything. So we made a trash can punch and it tasted really good. <clears throat> Going uh -huh. down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm ready so, to move on when you are, but go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so, so Led Zeppelin 4, huh? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So, Led Zeppelin 4, part three, side two, album four. <laughs> Uh, Jody was going to make a point last time, but he's waiting until we got to this episode. Do you yes. remember what it was? Um, I do, but we're we're not to that point yet. Okay. No, we're not. Ooh, that's 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 soon though. Yes. All right. So, episode one. Uh huh. Making the album, album art stuff. Yeah. Episode two were the side one songs. Uh huh. Side two for part three. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure does. <laughs> so, oh, shall start with side two, song one, Misty Mountain Hop. Yeah. Which is about the Easter Bunny. No. Oh, wait, sorry. No, no, that it's not. What, what, are, what are the Misty Mountains, Jody? Um, uh, what are they? Yeah. Uh, they are the, uh, the, the main mountain range that runs north and south in Middle Earth in Tolkien's 
uh, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. <gasps> Did Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin like Tolkien? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could Maybe. be. <laughs> anyway, um, yep, Misty Mountain Hop with with. I, I'm assuming the name derive there. Actually, I've tried to find it and I couldn't, but that doesn't mean it's not out there someplace. But, yeah. but it did you know. come together at Headley Grange. Yes. And it is about 11 near London, busted by the police um, and, and also the uh, scene in a couple of California cities when they're nearby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lovins. That, you know, out of all the things from the 60s, besides the music, I think mm-hmm. Lovins were the thing I, I'm bummed about not being around. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Because we, were, we weren't alive in the 60s for Lovins, and we were just a bit too young for the satanic panics, like actual satanic orgies that people had. Sure. Well, I was. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Plus, I didn't actually know any Satanists, so that, that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... but yeah, Plant compared it to Chuck Berry's My Dingling which we played in our high school band. Uh-huh. We did. <laughs> and said the Vice Squad should have checked it out before, before we leave. What the fuck is that note? See, they, these notes are some of the worst ones I've ever gone back to proofread. But, yeah, uh, the, the point, I remember the point. Plan just said they should have actually seen what was going on before they went and busted the group. Yeah. And other than mentioning that it's one of the few Zep songs Plant has performed quite often as a solo artist, that, that's what I have on Misty Mountain Hop. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I do know that's one that he really was was really happy with. So, yeah. And he should be. He's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, should we move on? Yes. Okay, so we're going to move on to Four Sticks. From the fourth album. Ooh, how apropos. Yes. See, there's the number four again. <laughs> Ooh, four Sticks for the fourth album with four symbols with four band members and how many songs are on each side? Four, says Jody from when we were talking after last time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think about it. <laughs> Parker's like, no, no, I'm going to wait till four sticks. And I'm going to mention it because that's kind of it's just fucking cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. He goes, oh, 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 and there are four songs on each side. <laughs> I, I, my note yeah. actually says, and four songs on each side. He says. <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally would have forgotten about your thing if I hadn't written that in my notes. I remembered. I didn't think I was going to. That's why you wrote it down. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, I thought I would, so I didn't have to. I'm like, well, I should. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I do have a couple notes on here. Did, did, do you have anything, though, first? Um, not not really. Um, I mean, I, I, like the, I like the song. I did too. I like all the songs. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. So I know sometimes I thought when we got to the end of this, we could talk about our favorite because this will be a shorter episode. Our favorite songs yeah. on the actual whole album. Yeah. Um. Uh, but but I do, I do like it. I know Bonham. So uh, Bonham had just went to see Ginger Baker's Air Force, who was Ginger Baker's band after Cream. Yeah. Uh, he saw him in, in London and Bonham comes back. He goes, I'll show Ginger Baker something. <laughs> So, so the, he uh, evidently he downed the can of double diamond beer and just nailed it. <laughs> that sounds about right. That's uh, cool. Uh, yeah. And from what I read, and you can correct me because you have a couple times, deservedly so, uh, but it was only played live by the band 
once and and then again with the Bombay Symphony later um I yeah I don't I was, I was gonna say I, I this doesn't strike me as one that was regularly part of the tours um although I do know that in 94 95 whenever it was when when uh Jimmy Page and Robert Plant did the unleaded thing. Um, they played it then because they they released a live recording of it. Was it? Is that the? But that was just. Is that the one no, with that's the Bombay not, Symphony? I don't think so. I could be wrong because I thought uh, I thought most of that was recorded in like North Africa. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it was. Uh, maybe that's just one that wasn't recorded in North Africa. I don't know because they did a the, yeah I I was thinking I was thinking that the unleaded album was largely recorded in like Morocco or something. Uh, okay, so I found it. Um, song was re-recorded okay. by Jimmy Page and Robert Plant with the Bombay Symphony Orchestra in nineteen. Ah, this is the thing coming up in nineteen seventy-two on their trip to India, along with friends ah. of which I have a bootleg okay. of. So yeah, yes. so that's it. But they, they did record okay. it. So those are the only two times they really did it with Zeppelin, but they did do it for their unleaded also. Yes. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> which, which was easier to do on that tour because they had like extra percussionists and instrumentalists and stuff. So. Yeah, because you actually need extra percussionists to match what John Bonham did. Yes, you do. Although I, I can't. Because find... he literally played it with four sticks. Huh. That was my thing. I was just going to say, I've seen that. Like it's because that's the the rumor, but I cannot find any concrete co quote from a band member or engineer that indicates that he did use four drumsticks. Really? Yeah, huh. that's just that's just something people put in biographies, and I don't know if it's an urban legend or if it's true. But none of the band members will actually have cop to it in an interview. I don't know, but I and that doesn't mean you've not seen it or somebody else hasn't. I just couldn't in all the damn books I read. Right. But you you've read things I haven't so. For, for all I know, um, it was uh, pro cold. probably. Sorry, <laughs> 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 sorry, Richard. <laughs> yeah, I don't apologize to him. <laughs> well, you know, when when you're zoned out of your brain, when he's using two, it looks like four. Does that count? Oh, well, that could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> anyway, that's what I have. That, that's all I had for uh, four sticks. Okay, cool. All right, uh, going to California. Yeah. You are? <laughs> hey, maybe you'll see Carl out there. Yeah. Hi, Carl. Woo! Carl! Anyway, if you don't know who Carl is, you've not listened to enough of our episodes. That's right. So go back. And listen to those episodes. Jerks. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want people to like you guys? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, All right. So the song number three on side two, <laughs> their fourth album, uh -huh. uh, going to California plant loved Laurel Canyon music so much, specifically Joni Mitchell, uh, that he wanted to hang out with them and just be around them. But, he never did because he actually preferred Sunset Strip, <laughs> even <laughs> even over even over Laurel Canyon. <laughs> uh, uh, can't imagine why. No, no, not 
not alcohol, drugs, and groupies, and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, and Paige says he actually wrote the song on acoustic before Zeppelin was even a band. Like the, the, the music. I believe band. that. Yeah. 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 I, I believe that because, I, I mean, it fits in real well with White Summer. Black Mountainside. And Black Mountainside. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but it is better with the music, the, the whole group. I like guess White Summer, Black Mountainside, wonderful acoustic solos. Going to California mm-hmm. needs Plants lyrics and, and John Paul Jones's input and Bonham's. It, it, the whole thing is much better with this. Yes. That, that's literally I, all I, I have agree. on this one. Oh, sorry. Um, no, I, I just, I, I agree. Um, I, I, you know, uh, as I've said, several times that I, this was you know one of those two albums uh, with uh, deep purple's machine head where i knew every song before i actually heard the album because i had heard all of these songs on the radio that is probably the one i heard the most outside of yeah i would say well you know man i don't know rock and roll black dog uh stairway to heaven oh um, i, I mean i heard them all a lot <laughs> mr bound up for yeah but yeah i th- yeah, I think I think going to California was probably the one I heard the most. So I, you know, I, I don't know, but I couldn't. Uh, I can say probably four sticks and when the levee breaks, and uh, mm-hmm. what were probably the least I heard. But man, it'd be mm-hmm. tough for me to. Whew, maybe maybe Battle of Evermore not not as much as the others, but yeah, I'm not sure. But but you're right, all the damn time. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> oh yeah. I, looking back on it now i think so when i was a little kid i didn't you know it wasn't kiss so it didn't mean as much (laughs) (laughs) when you got me into it because i know we talked about it in one of the first zepp episodes or even maybe one of our first like introduce ourselves episodes i said how you got me into zeppelin and most of these songs i'm like huh i've heard that one i've heard that one i've heard that one i've heard that one (laughs) (laughs) wow this is them cool yep (laughs) especially that album uh, yeah, especially that album when I got there, because you had me listen to him. Uh, no, you gave me three first. Uh, then I think you gave okay. me four, and then you told me to listen to him in order. Because you, you knew <laughs> if you gave me three first, you'd be like, hey, there's some cool acoustic shit on there that'll get hippie boy. <laughs> <laughs> or that was your way yeah. of telling me to calm down. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he looks like he needs some Laurel Canyon music. <laughs> All right, sorry. The Lord's hit me harder than I thought. Uh, All right, did you have okay. anything else on going back to Cali? Cal, wait, sorry, Donnie. No, oh, damn it. We've mentioned Donnie earlier now. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't have anything else on that. Okay. All right. So then, uh, last song on the album. When when the levee breaks. Mm-hmm. Yep. J- Jimmy said he thinks. Hey, uh, damn! Every time I see Headley Grange, I want to say. <laughs> it is really what made when the levee breaks because that's where it all came together with all of them because they tried it in the studio and it wasn't working but the drum sound Mm -hmm. at at hildley grange was really just what what made it what it was andy Andy johns and john bonham set the drums up in the minstrels gallery this huge cavernous space inside and added page's echo effect and it's just this huge sound that page loved adjusting it with his, his distance method that we've talked about before so mm-hmm. it is yeah as uh that, that's what really 
made it what he thought was good. And it's uh, it's based on a 1928 Kansas Joe McCoy and Memphis Mini recording. And the band did give credit yep. for this because I, they, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say I've actually got um, I don't know if was it Kansas Joe. I don't know if he's on it, but I do have a, a I, I have a recording of Memphis Mini playing it. Nice. I've so, listened yeah. to him, but I don't have him. Yeah. All I was going to say was that it's probably time that they knew they should start giving some credit. So they. <laughs> yeah. La, la, la. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, what I remember reading on this is that they recorded it at regular speed. And uh, when they were mastering the album, Jimmy slowed the track down hey he's, he's okay so no they weren't they weren't mastering the album um jimmy slowed the track down when robert went to record his vocals it, it gave the the uh the backing track a heavier sound oh cool so so robert's plan uh, robert's plan <laughs> robert's yeah, yeah. plan's voice is, is the only thing sort of moving at sort of a normal speed but the, the i think so yeah oh, that's cool yeah uh, um and i don't remember um i don't remember how much he slowed it down it was like it, it was enough to, to it's enough to change the pitch of everything so that it actually sounds like they're playing at a, in a lower key than what they actually did nice that's cool yeah damn it jimmy you magnificent bastard <laughs> And I, I, I think um, I'll actually look this up. And by the way, it is only while you're looking it up, it is only credited to the band and Memphis Mini, not. Yeah. Huh, okay, so it was Where first it? recorded by Kansas Joe McCoy and Memphis Mini, 1929. Mm-hmm. But um, well, songwriters are both both of them. But Zeppelin looks like they only gave credit to Memphis Mini. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, so the um, a few years ago, Jimmy remastered all of the Led Zeppelin albums, and trying to find out the bonus stuff that was released. See, I don't think four has anything bonus on it except for the main songs with uh, alternate mixes. Yeah, and see, and that's what I was um, that's what I was looking for. Uh, I just was trying to remember what they did for uh, when the levy breaks uh, an alternate uk mix sorry i i just pulled it up after you okay were playing that so yeah I, i'm looking on wikipedia and they're fucking around on the article so instead ah. of anyway yeah um that, I, was, I was just i was trying to remember if they had um, played it at the regular speed on there i, I can't remember because i don't i don't typically because because there wasn't really anything new outside of alternate mixes for led zeppelin 4 i don't typically listen to that second disc i don't I, either it's neat to hear you know but um i typically just listen to the main i'm with you yeah, so do you have a do you have a favorite or least favorite on the album or i don't know a couple or um, anything that sticks out as different and unique even if it's not your favorite I don't know. I mean, obviously, obviously, I love the whole album. And I know you know, we were in high school, Stairway was where it's at. <laughs> um, I, I tend to mostly live black, bug, and rock and roll. Ah, the rockers. You know, the rest of the fantastic. Um, I, when I was 
little, of course, you know, not knowing who it was. I, I think that when I was little, I believe any of those songs came on the radio. The one that I was least interested in was um, going to California. <laughs> Be, because it was so, you know, acoustic and laid back and, and, and all that. And, uh, but now, now, now I, I love the song now. I think, I, I think the whole album's great. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, if I'd have to pick a favorite, it'd probably be a toss up between rock and roll and stairway, but. Makes sense. When I was younger, I think rock and roll and stairway were the two favorite I'd hear come on. But as I aged slightly, I mean, even when I was much young, younger, just as I got older, I think mm-hmm. stairway stayed, but actually going to California and battle of evermore soon creeped up there even when i was quite young oh no i kind of yeah. that laid back thing yeah I, I i think as a little kid i didn't really know what to think of the battle of evermore i would have heard them on the radio before i really got into them but by the time yeah. i got into them from you i'd already read talking and i'm listening to some of that stuff i'm like oh that's fucking great it's like talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah or see that was kind of how i got into tolkien was from listening to zeppelin <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Um, no, I, I don't either. Cool. Nice short episode. Woo! Yay! <laughs> For a change. That's rare. <laughs> uh, the best, the rest, the rare. Sorry, that's yeah. a Halloween album. That's getting off topic. <laughs> All right. All right. You sure you have nothing else? Um, I'm pretty sure. Well, cool. In that case... We'll let you get all out of here early so you can go try a shot of Malort inside of a Guinness and have a shower's car bomb. There you go. And after you do that, then rate us because you'll be in such a good mood that you should give us five stars <laughs> out of five. Yes. So rate do us. that. Yeah. Sherish. Sherish. This Sherish car bomb. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. What you said. That's the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm James. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jody. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Well, you know, some things go together well on their own, like oral sex and anal sex, but you don't want to put those together. So let's start today with the shot of more. Hey, uh, uh, which uh... I was going to say I'm Jimmy Nightshade, but that was going to require you to say Dave <laughs> or something. And I'm like, well, no, future episode, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>